This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode number 69, the solo series. I don't know what you heard, but <laughs> here, she runs the show. Hello, hello, everybody. Cassandra Vaughn here. Welcome to She Runs the Show. So it has been a minute. <laughs> you know, I, I always find myself saying that on these episodes, and then I realize that weeks go by and another episode isn't up. And I just want to take a moment to say to everyone who listens to She Runs the Show, because I do track the listens and I see people listening to repeat episodes and different episodes, and, and there's always someone listening to She Runs the Show. I just want to take a minute to say to every one of you who listen on a regular basis, thank you so much for being a part of She Runs the Show. Thank you so much for listening and really waiting for the next episode and sharing it with other people. I've gotten emails from people who say, you know, my sister's not an entrepreneur, but she needed this message and I and I sent it a link to her. Or, you know, my sister is an entrepreneur and she was thinking about quitting her business and, and I sent her this link to one of your episodes and it re-inspired her. And I am blown away by the level to which so many of you really take time out of your busy schedules and your busy days, knowing you've got 50 things you've got to do as an entrepreneur, and you take the time to listen. I'm so grateful for you, and I'm so grateful for this platform, and I'm so thankful that you do listen to She Runs the Show. And I just want you to know, I create this these episodes thinking about what I can offer you that's going to help you most in this particular moment in your entrepreneurial life. So thank you for listening. Thank you for always being here. I am so grateful for you and for how you share these episodes with other people. And I would just say, keep sharing them. If there's somebody that you know, as you listen to an episode, and they may not be an entrepreneur, they may have never thought of doing the entrepreneurial thing, but you know they could use this message, send them the link, share it with them, because you know, it only takes one word to change a life. It only takes one, one word. And for so many of us, we never know how the words we say or speak into other people's lives will impact them long term. And I would just say, if there's something you want to share, or you listen to something, whether it's my podcast or somebody else's, share it with someone, email it to someone, let them know that you were thinking of them and give them the opportunity to get inspired and motivated and feel amazing in the process. So I just want to take take a moment to really say thank you for listening. And, uh, and I'm working on the consistency thing and getting more episodes out and getting back to the interview format because there are so many women entrepreneurs that I want you to hear from. And I got to tell you, last night I had a great, I, just to give you an update, I know a lot of you are like, well, what's going on with the fitness competition and what's going on with, you know, this and that and the other thing. And let me just give you a quick update on my life and what's been going on. So fitness competition, I took a couple months off of it just to reset. I mean, you know, you can only eat chicken breast and broccoli for so long before you go, there has got to be another life other than this. And so I took a couple months off uh, of the gym pretty much. I mean, I still worked out a few times a week, but not beast mode. And I took some time off of my eating regimen just because I'd lost the desire for it. I, I'd lost the desire for to compete. And so now after a couple of months, I'm feeling the hunger again. You know, I'm feeling that desire to get my body into prime condition and to eventually compete. I, I'm not going to say whether I'm going to compete 
next year or in five or six months or, or whenever. But I am back in the gym consistently in the morning. I'm back to clean eating, not necessarily broccoli and chicken breast for six meals, but I'm getting back in that zone and it feels amazing. So for in terms of fitness competition, yeah, I'm back in beast mode. Um, in terms of life, you know, I... I got to tell you, I am learning so much about myself these days. I'm learning how to love myself in a different way. I'm learning how to embrace the curveballs that get thrown my way. I'm learning how to know what I deserve and to stand for that. I'm learning how to um, be okay with wanting what I want and being ready to receive it. So for me, a lot of what I'm learning these days is just about like owning my worth and my value and knowing that I'm enough. That's a big thing that I'm learning right now. And, you know, some of you might say, well, of course, you know, everybody is enough, right? But I think especially as women, we don't always know that. We don't always know that we deserve to have what we want. We don't always know that we're enough. And so the theme for me this month is really just saying to myself and and speaking to my inner child and saying, Cassandra, you're enough. You are enough exactly as you are, right where you are. You are enough. And so I got on that tangent because last night I was talking to one of my one of my favorite people in all the world, Heidi House. And if you haven't checked out this amazing, she's an amazing healer. She is a gifted intuitive, you name it. She, she's got it. Uh, check out HeidiHouse.com. I'm bringing her on the podcast. So just wait, because she and I are going to really have a great conversation. But I was talking to her last night about just where I was in my life and, and the things that I wanted. And she reminded me about this idea of really having the courage to ask for what you want, having the courage to choose what you want, and then having the courage to live in that way where you're open to it, but you're, you're going after it, not like you have to chase it down because you're choosing what you want, but in a way that says, I'm always divinely guided, protected. I'm never alone. I'm not alone. You know, God's got my back. He's got my back and he knows the beginning from the ending. And so whatever I'm pursuing, whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm going after, he is with me and I'm never alone. And there's so much comfort in knowing that you're not walking this life alone and you're not doing it all by yourself and you are not an island and you don't have to feel like you're the only one who knows where you are with your dreams and your vision and your goals. You're never alone. And so Heidi and I were just, you know, she was speaking into my life last night and I just thought it was the most amazing thing because I needed to make a major life decision. And she was the first person I thought to call. And when I, after I got off the phone with her, I was like, oh, there it is. There it is. God's got my back. I'm divinely guided and protected. I know what to do next. And so if you're in a place where you're thinking, you know, I don't know what to do next, or you've got a major decision, this episode's going to be awesome because I'm talking about how to be courageous in your business. And so we're going to talk about what does that mean to have courage as a, as an entrepreneur? What does it mean to be courageous, to show up courageously in your business? You know, I have another friend, Maria, who's also a healer. And the one thing she speaks into my life a lot, which, you know, it just, it lives with me now is, you know, go into everything with courage, go into it with courage, stand tall, know what you want. Like, don't go into new situations 
kind of cowering or going, oh, what if I, mm, you know, that iffy kind of stuff on the fence. No, really embrace your power and go into things courageously, as Maria would point. She's another one that will come onto the show in the next few months. So what we're going to talk about today is how to be courageous in your business. And by the end of today's episode, you're going to learn, number one, why courage matters, especially for women entrepreneurs. Number two, what courage looks like at different points in your business, because courage does look different depending on where you are in your business. By the end of today's episode, you're going to learn how to redefine courage so you can shift your business approach. And then number four, by the end of today's episode, you're going to learn what to do if you've lost courage and want to get it back. I've had moments where I've lost courage. I've had moments where I have not felt at all courageous. And I've had to do the work of getting it back. And I'm going to talk about what do you do if you've lost courage and you know you want it back. So let's start talking about why courage matters, especially for women entrepreneurs. You know, I I love this quote by Dr. Shafali, and it's a powerful quote because sometimes we define courage in, you know, crazy ways, right? And Dr. Shafali says this, courage is not about scaling mountains or jumping off cliffs. Courage is the power to recognize what doesn't work in our life and dare to make the shift. The shift to joy is the most courageous shift we can make. So often we define courage as taking huge risks. We define courage as doing these like greater than human, superhuman, superhero kind of, you know, zero to 100 in a millisecond kind of stuff. And so when we think about owning courage or being courageous, we go, well, I can never do that because courage is like Superman, superwoman stuff. Courage is not, you know having a conversation with someone about something. And what Dr. Shivali is saying is, you know, courage isn't like scaling mountains or jumping off cliffs. Courage is the power to recognize what doesn't work in our life and dare to make the shift. And she says the shift to joy is the most courageous shift we can make. And so here's the question I want to ask you. Are you feeling joy in your business? Do you feel joyful when you work on a new project or product or when you have to meet with a client? Are you feeling joyful about those moves and those shifts in your business? Because if you're not feeling joy as you work on your business, as you work in your business, something about that needs to change. And it begins with the courage to figure out what's not working in your business or in your life and dare to make a shift. So really ask yourself this week, what, how do I feel when I'm working in my business, do I feel joyful? Do I feel passion? Do I feel drive? Not that you're going to feel passion every single day. There are going to be some tasks that are totally boring. But overall, for the most part, do you feel that shift to joy when you're doing the work of your business? And if not, what needs to shift in your business, in the way you approach it, in the way you handle it, so you can make that shift to joy. Because as Dr. Shafali says, the shift to joy is the most courageous shift we can make. Now, here's the other thing. Dr. Brene Brown, we all love Brene Brown, right? Daring greatly. She says, you can choose courage or you can choose comfort, but you cannot choose both. And a lot of us entrepreneurs out there are living in the land of comfort when it comes to our business. We are doing the things in our business that we are most comfortable with. For some of it, it's product creation. For others of us, it's sending out emails. For others of us, our most comfortable zone is writing blog posts. But again, you can 
listen, you can choose courage or you can choose comfort, but you cannot choose both. So when you look at your business, ask yourself this week, what am I choosing? What am I putting my time in? What are my priorities in my business? And do those priorities reflect courage or do those priorities and where I'm spending my time in my business reflect comfort? Because I can tell you, there's a lot of times when I'm doing the comfort things in my business, I'm not doing the courageous things in my business. So I want you to ask yourself this question as I ask myself this question this week, what am I choosing to put my focus on in my business? Am I choosing the stuff that is courageous, that requires courage? Or am I choosing the stuff where I'm comfortable? Am I choosing comfort instead of courage? Because you can choose courage or you can choose comfort, but you cannot choose both. And so we've got to get out of the land of comfort if we're really going to rise to the level of our talents and our abilities as entrepreneurs. And, and here's the bottom line. One of the things that keeps us in the zone of comfort is fear. But what you want to remember when you're feeling fearful about being courageous in your business, what you want to remember is this. Fear is a reaction. Courage is a decision. Keep that in mind. Fear is a reaction. Courage is a decision. You're always going to feel fear about something. There is Fear is a natural, normal. You guys know I write books about fear, overcomingfearbooks.com. Fear is a natural, normal, human emotion feeling that doesn't make it effective for our lives. That doesn't mean you keep fear around. Fear can be transformed into courage, into strength, into resilience and persistence. Fear can be transformed, but you've got to be mindful of the fact that just because you're afraid doesn't mean you don't take courageous action. Fear is a reaction. Courage is a decision. And when you're feeling fear, you've got a decision to make. Am I going to live in the fear? Or am I going to transform it into courage and make a different decision? Fear is a reaction. Courage is a decision. Now let's talk about what does courage look like at different points in your business? Because you know, a lot of people can listen to this episode and they go, well, <clears throat> I get that I need to be more courageous in my business. I get that I'm doing stuff in my business that reflects being in a comfort zone. I'm doing the stuff in my business that's easy or that I like to do or that I feel comfortable doing. But what would it look like for me to be courageous in my business? And here's the answer. Courage looks different at different points in your business. When you're starting a new business, the mere starting of the business takes courage. When, if you're someone who is really comfortable with emailing your tribe, but you're not really comfortable with getting on the phone and making cold calls or asking prospective clients to do a discovery call, guess what Courage is saying you should do? Yeah, reach out via telephone and ask for a discovery call and get all the no's until you feel so good about hearing a no that you're willing to make as many calls as it takes to get to a yes. Reaching out to prospective clients for a discovery call, for you, that might be something that takes courage. Increasing what you charge takes courage for most entrepreneurs. You know, entrepreneurs hear a point where they go, well, I want to start up with an introductory price. I want to offer something that's reasonable and affordable so people, you know, can really take advantage of the transformation that I offer. There comes a moment in your business where you have to stop looking at it like, how can I get people in? And you can say, my transformation that I facilitate with my clients and my customers is so huge. How can they not buy in, no matter what I charge? And to charge from a place of transformation, not from a place of feeling like you're taking somebody's money. Increasing what you charge for many entrepreneurs takes courage. There, there are simple things that take courage. Like, for example, let me give you an example. I create all of my own websites. I don't, I have not as of yet turned it over to a web developer. For me, 
the day that comes and it will come when I turn over the development of my websites to a web developer, that for me is going to take courage. Like trusting your content with a new web developer is going to take courage if that's not what you're used to doing. Here's another thing that takes courage that a lot of people are working on as entrepreneurs. Live streaming, I'm talking Facebook Live, periscoping, you know, speaking at a conference, cold calls, you know, putting up YouTube videos. For you as an entrepreneur, you may just hate the idea of being on camera. You may hate the idea of speaking in public. For you, that is way out of your comfort zone. Again, doing those things, which may really catapult your business to the next level, the live streaming, the conference talks, the cold calling, that takes courage. And that will occur at a different point in your business. Listen, anything that requires you to step boldly out of your business comfort zone is going to require courage. Period. The end. Anytime you're stepping out of the comfort zone, you're going to need to use courage. And for a lot of women entrepreneurs, especially, I don't see this as much with male entrepreneurs, but for a lot of women entrepreneurs, you know, they go, I want to get this credential and this certification and this degree, and I want to be in this business for this many years. So I have enough expertise to show people that I'm, I'm credible and I'm an expert so that they can buy from me. Listen, I hate to burst your credential certification degree number of years of experience, mastery, 10,000 hours bubble. But here's the thing about building a tribe that buys from you. It's not expertise you require to do that. It's courage that you need to take the next step forward. It's not expertise, it's courage. Because you will meet people who got five degrees thinking that they needed that to be credible and they still aren't out there meeting their tribe where they are, getting more people in their, their email list, you know, selling to them, doing webinars. You know why they're not doing it even after five degrees? They didn't use their courage. It's not expertise you require to do the things you want to do in your business. It's courage that you need to take the next step forward. Now, let's talk about how do you redefine courage so you can shift your business approach? Number one, and, and really, redefining courage is is all about getting to the place where you are operating on your business and in your business from a courageous place. So that begins with knowing your business priorities and protecting those priorities fiercely. That begins with saying no with ease. You know, Stephen Covey said, you have to decide what your highest priorities are and have the courage pleasantly, smilingly, unapologetically to say no to other things. And the way you do that is by having a bigger yes burning inside of you. So here's my question for you. What's your bigger yes? And is it burning inside of you? Or do you kind of quelch the yes inside of you so you can say yes to all of these other things and all of these other people so you can people please and you can feel like you're doing the good thing or the right thing? No, courage is knowing your business priorities and protecting those fiercely. You know, there are lots of time when people, people, friends, they call me or they text me and they want to talk. Guess what? I can't talk. Guess what? I'm busy. I'm building an empire. I love you to death. Can't do that today, tomorrow, maybe not even until next week. And those friends that are okay with that love me and I love them. And those friends that are not okay with that, they need to find somebody else to be their friend. 
And I know that may sound mean to a number of people, but that's real. Because at the end of the day, I'm the person responsible for protecting my boundaries and holding to my business priorities. Courage is knowing your business priorities and protecting those fiercely. Courage is also knowing what matters in your entire life and being willing to do whatever it takes to keep your focus on that. See, Ambrose Red Moon said, courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something else is more important than fear. See, people get, you get caught up in the fear and you're like, ooh, but if I do that, what if this happens? If I do that, what if that, you know, and you start doing this whole like, ooh, what if thing. Nobody said, that when you step into that courageous space or that when you act courageously, the fear is going to all of a sudden be eradicated and go away. Nobody said that. Courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something else is more important than fear. So when you're feeling all of that wiffle waffling stuff and that I don't know if I should or could or would or if I'm able to, you say, you know what? I'm going to feel fear. It's not going anywhere. I'm going to pull it up a chair and invite it over for dinner, like I say in so many of my Fear to Fuel books, and it's just going to have a a seat at the table while I courageously move forward. I'm going to take the action afraid. Because once you know that there is something else, namely your vision, your goals, your dreams for your business, that's more important than the fear, you allow the fear to stay, but you don't listen to it. You're not guided by it. You're not held back by it. You're not stuck with it. It is along for the ride, but it is not in the driver's seat. Courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something else is more important than fear. And here's what Brene Brown said about it. She says, you can't get to courage without walking through vulnerability. And I don't know about you, but there are a lot of people, including me, who are not totally on board with this vulnerability thing. Like this vulnerability thing is kind of tough at moments, if you ask me. And the reality is, is that you can't get to courage unless you're willing to be vulnerable, unless you're willing to walk through vulnerability. You can't do that. So now I want to take a, a little bit of time and I want to talk about what do you do if you've lost courage and want to get it back? What do you do? Because there are a number of things that, you know, in life, we hit points where we lose courage. We hit points where if you have enough failures and they're repeated and they happen a lot, you start to wonder if you're really as good as you once thought you were. You start to wonder if you're really capable of doing the things that you dream of doing. You start to doubt your ability to be successful. The longer you live, and the more failure you experience, you know, and I'm not talking to the 21 year olds, like I've been 21, I get it. Like you haven't lived long enough. I hate to say that because when I was 21, and people told me that and I had a baby at 21, I really thought they were discriminating against me. But the truth is, I hadn't lived long enough at 21. But when you get to like 30, and 40, and 50, and 60, and 70, and you've, you've experienced life storms like nobody's business, and you've had to crawl out of them, you start to wonder if all of those big dreams you had at 10 and 13 and 16 and 18 are still possible for you. You start to wonder if you've really got what it takes. You really start to wonder if you've got what it takes, if courage is enough, if faith is enough, if belief is enough. So I want to talk for a little bit about what do you do if you've lost courage, but you know you want it back. And it starts with, with number one, be willing. 
be willing. And when I, you know, a lot of people think they're more willing than they actually are. And, and I'll include myself in that group. There have been times when I thought I was super willing to do some of the things I'm about to talk about. And when I really looked at it, mm-mm, I wasn't willing to budge at all. And so the first thing, if you want to, if you feel like you've lost courage, you want to get it back. You've got to be willing. You've got to be willing to fail. You've got to be willing to be wrong. You've got to be willing to be brave. You've got to be willing to be happy, even if you haven't arrived at the goal. You have to be willing to go on the journey itself. Like some people aren't even willing to take a courageous, bold step forward. You've got to be willing to go on the journey. You've got to be willing to learn along the way. You know, some of us want to know how this whole thing is going to work out from A to Z. Nobody knows that. Nobody can tell you that it's going to work out. It might not. You have to be willing to learn along the way. You have to be willing to be imperfect. I know I'm talking to all my fellow recovering perfectionists. (laughs) We have to be willing to be imperfect. You have to be willing to change. You have to be willing to see things differently. You have to be willing to let go of everything that no longer serves you. I'm talking about every limiting belief that no longer serves you, every relationship that no longer serves you, every perception and perspective that no longer serves you, every client that no longer serves you. You have to be willing to let go of everything that no longer serves you. And at the same time, you have to be willing to establish new relationships, new beliefs, and new perspectives in your business. You have to be willing to persist, especially when you're not in the mood. You have to be willing to do whatever it takes, especially when you don't feel like doing it. And you have to be willing to say, I'm not leaving until I achieve what I said I would achieve. It doesn't matter what the temporary circumstances look like. It doesn't matter if there's defeat happening right now. You have to be willing to persist no matter what. And here's the thing. There aren't a lot of people who are willing to persist no matter what. Let's be honest. There just aren't. Maya Mendoza said it best when she said, no amount of security is worth the suffering of a mediocre life chained to a routine that has killed your dreams. How many people do you know who are not entrepreneurs, you're an entrepreneur, who are not entrepreneurs, who work a nine to five, who go out and, you know, maybe they're stay at home parents, but they don't want to be. Maybe they're, you know, in situations where they're caretakers for other people and they don't want to be and they are miserable. But they stay and they do and they continue to do because security is more important to them than courage. But here's the thing. No amount of security is worth the suffering of a mediocre life chained to a routine that has killed your dreams. If your security has killed your dreams, you just paid a price that was way too high. You paid a price that was way too high. So the first thing if you want to if you've lost your courage and you want to get it back, first thing you got to do is be willing. Second thing you got to do is walk away from the things that no longer serve. Do I have to go there? Because I know for me, I know what no longer serves, even if I stick around for it. You got to walk away from things that no longer serve. I, and in your business, I'm talking about beliefs, ideas, products, projects, clients. I always tell people some clients are not your clients and you need to fire them. Relationships, friendships, some Friendships and relationships are not your relationships. Some clients are not your clients and keeping them is keeping you from the courageous, bold action that you need to take. You have to walk away from the things that no longer serve. You know, there's this quote that I found on Pinterest, powerful quote, and here's what it says. Knowing when to walk away is wisdom. Being able to is courage. Walking away with your head held high is dignity. Let me say that one more time. Knowing when to walk away is wisdom. Being able to is courage. 
Walking away with your head held high is dignity. You've got to be able to walk away from things that no longer serve. Now, third thing, if you feel like you've lost your courage and you want to get it back, take risks. You know, I can't talk enough, and and not to say I'm not a planner, not to say I don't love to know the whole plan from A to Z, and I don't like to do 10-year and 5-year plans because I do, and I don't like to tell you the exact time I'm, I'm, arri- I'm going to arrive at your house or the exact time that I'm going to call you, and I don't like to be totally punctual. I love all of that stuff, but there comes a moment where you've got to say, as Anais Nin said, life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. Your life is going to shrink or expand in proportion to what you ask for, what you go for, what you're willing to do, how much are you willing to step out of your comfort zone? If you have lost courage and you want your courage back, you've got to take risks. Here's the thing. You've got to take risks knowing you're going to fail. You're going to feel weak and incapable. Hello, you're going to feel incapable at times. That's where the strength to persist is born. It's in the weak moments. You know, I love this quote that I saw that says, This is the part where you find out who you are. This is the part where you find out who you are. And a lot of people think that they want the road to be easy and they want the road to be smooth and they don't want all the life storms they keep getting because they think that not having life storms allows them to be more of who they are. Not true. You don't figure out who you are until you get into a life storm. Character is what you do when nobody's looking. Whatever you're going through, however tough it may be, this is the part where you find out who you are. So in order for you to access your courage, in order for you to use your courage, you've got to take risks. Because until you fail, until you feel weak, until you feel incapable, you will not know how strong you actually are. Because strength to persist is born in the weak and incapable places of your life. That's where the strength to persist is born. Not when it's easy. Not when everybody's doing what you want them to do. It's when all the stuff is hitting the fan. That's where you find out who you really are and what you're really capable of. And here's the fourth and final thing. If you feel like you've lost courage and you want to get it back. Sounds really easy. I'm going to read a little quote to you that's going to help you understand it's not as easy as it sounds. Fourth thing you can do if you've lost courage and you want to get it back. Breathe. Breathe. And here's a powerful quote. It says, breathe, you are going to be okay. Breathe and remember that you've been in this place before. You've been this uncomfortable and this anxious and scared and you have survived. Breathe and know you can survive this too. These feelings can't break you. They're painful and debilitating, but you can sit with them and eventually they will pass. Have faith in your resilience. I know it feels unbearable right now, but keep breathing. This will pass. Breathe. Breathe. You've been through hard stuff before. You will go through hard stuff again. You can do hard things, but you're going to need courage to do that. You're going to need the strength to persist. And that doesn't come until you get to the hard places, until you fail, until you feel weak and incapable. That's where the strength to persist is born. So while you're going through stuff that you never expected to go through, and while you're dealing with business issues that you don't know if you can handle in the moment, breathe. Remember to breathe. That's how you get your courage. That's how you own your courage. That's how you operate in your business from a courageous place. You do those things. You honor 
what being courage, being courageous looks like for you. You know that courage matters. You're willing to change. You're willing to walk away from things that no longer serve. You're more than willing to take risks and you take them not with ease, but you take them. Even if you feel fear, even if you, you fail, you still take risks and then you breathe, you breathe it out. You know, you breathe it out and you let things go and you keep moving forward. That's what I want to say to you today. Keep moving forward. Your business is not here by accident. I've always heard, and this is a quote from Dr. Wayne Dyer, you don't choose your calling. Your calling chooses you. So it's no accident that you're in the business you're in. It's not a coincidence that you happen to be doing the work that you're doing. You were meant to do this work. You were meant to touch other people's lives. Do not give it up because you feel fear or you feel stress or you feel worry or you wonder because of self-doubt whether you can do it. If you're doing it, you were meant to be here doing it right now. So do it courageously. You get to choose courage. Fear is a reaction. Courage is a decision. Choose courage. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of She Runs the Show. You know, I'm always thinking to myself in the back of my mind, This is going to be a 20-minute episode. I'm like, I'm going to make this episode 20 minutes, and then I look up, and it's 32 minutes and 34 seconds, and I'm like, I did it again. (laughs) But thank you so much for listening to this episode of She Runs the Show. We talked about regaining your courage by being willing to establish new relationships, new beliefs, and new perspectives. And uh, of the whole episode, one of my favorite takeaways was really about establishing those new relationships, those new connections that really fortify and build you up. You know, for so many of us, we surround ourselves with people that either we have to lift up or people who enjoy complaining and being stuck in life. And then before you know it, our energy gets zapped and our hopes grow dim and we don't know how to get back to the place of feeling hope and joy and passion and drive and love. If you're feeling stuck, and you're feeling like the one thing you need right now is to regain your courage, join me for a free live monthly empowerment call specifically for women entrepreneurs called Take Action Tuesday. See, on the first Tuesday of every month, we come together to learn, grow, and strategize. And if you're ready to show up in your business with courage, with strength, and with passion, and you want to do that consistently, persistently, day in and day out, go to tinyurl.com forward slash S-R-T-S call one, the number one, and grab your spot in the monthly call today. Again, that's tinyurl.com forward slash S-R-T-S call number one, and grab your spot in the monthly call today. And again, thank you for always listening to She Runs the Show. I appreciate you. I'm grateful. And see you next time for the next episode.